Shalom Aleichem. Peace be upon you and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, this morning we are looking at this week's Torah portion. Here's the summary from TorahPortions.org. The 15th reading from the Torah is named Bo, which means come. The title comes from the first words of the first verse of the reading, which says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Come to Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart. The portion begins by concluding the narrative of the ten plagues, the tenth of which is the slaying of the firstborn. To avoid the plague, the Israelites are given instructions for the Passover sacrifice and the laws of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Pharaoh finally consents to let Israel go, and they leave Egypt. So we're looking at chapter 10 in the book of Exodus through chapter 13, verse 16. Here's kind of the outline. You've got the eighth plague of locusts, the ninth plague of darkness, a warning of the final plague. You have the first Passover instituted, death of the firstborn, and directions for Passover, the festival of unleavened bread, and the consecration of the firstborn. And so that is what is on the agenda for the day. The first two chapters are pretty short, but then we get to chapter 13. All right, we're really chapter 12, I mean, and we're dealing with that uh, Passover story. We won't do a full-on Passover teaching like we, like we would if it was Passover right now. Uh, but I will touch on some things as they come to mind. I've done many, many teachings on the Feast of Passover uh, that you can find at uh, the YouTube channel. You may have to search for the word Pasach, which is the Hebrew word. But I digress. Let's take a look at our week's Torah portion bow. It starts with chapter 10. I'm going to point out something that may or may not be a big deal. But uh, something that I think you might find a little bit interesting here in the first few verses. So let's begin chapter 10. I'm reading from the Hallelujah Scriptures again this morning. And Jehovah said to Moshe, Go into Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the hearts of his servants, so that I show these signs of mine before him, and that you relate in your hearing of your son, and your sons' sons, what I have done in Mitzrayim, and my signs which I have done among them, and you shall know that I am Jehovah. So please note, just an interesting thought, or uh, a recognition of something. Before, when we're dealing with the first seven plagues, God says that, so that Egypt will know that I am Jehovah. But before these last three plagues, he tells Moses so that he says, I'm doing this so that you can tell your children and your children's children, your grandchildren, and so that you will know that I am Jehovah. So if you go back to chapter seven, before the other plagues, it says, so Jehovah said, or here, let me skip to verse four. And Pharaoh is not going to listen to you, and I shall lay my hand on Mitzrayim. And bring my divisions and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Mitzrayim by great judgments. And the Mitzrites, that is to say, the Egyptians shall know that I am Jehovah when I stretch out my hand on Egypt. 
But here he says, And that you relate in your hearing of your sons, and your sons' sons what I have done in Mitzrayim, and my signs which I have done among them. And you shall know that I am Jehovah. Just something interesting. Verse 3, And Moshe and Aaron came to Pharaoh and said to him, Thus said Jehovah Elohim of the Ivrim, that is to say Hebrews, To when shall you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go that they may serve me, or else, if you refuse to let my people go, see tomorrow I am bringing locusts within your borders, and they shall cover the surface of the land, so that no one is able to see the land, and they shall eat the rest of what has escaped, which remains to you from the hail, and they shall eat every tree which grows up before you out of the field. And it shall fill your houses and your houses of all your servants and the houses of all the Mysterites, which neither your fathers nor your fathers' fathers have seen since the day that they were on the earth to this day. Then he turned and he went out from Pharaoh. And Pharaoh's servants said to him, Till when would this one be a snare to us? Let the men go so that they serve Jehovah their Elohim. Do you not yet know that Mitzrayim is destroyed? So please note, the servants at this point are like, how much longer are we going to have to deal with uh, Pharaoh, our king's uh, pride? And they come to Pharaoh and they say, how long are you going to do this? Keep going back and forth with this guy. Can't you see that there's nothing left of Egypt? Like Egypt is destroyed. Verse 8. Moshe and Aram were brought back to Pharaoh, and he said to them, Go serve Jehovah your Elohim. Who are the ones that are going? And Moshe said, We are going with our young, and with our old, and with our sons, and with our daughters, and with our flocks, and with our herds. We are going, for we have a festival to Jehovah. And he said to them, Let Jehovah be with you as I let you and your little ones go. Watch, for evil is before your face. Not so. You men go now and serve Jehovah. For that is what you desired. And they were driven out of the presence of Pharaoh. So they're brought to Pharaoh, and Pharaoh says, Okay, who's going? You can go serve you can go serve your God. Who's going? And Moses is like, We're all going. <laughs> you know, little, old, young. And Pharaoh basically says, Nah, nah, nah. You men can go. But that's it. And Jehovah said to Moshe, Stretch out your hand over the land of Mitzrayim. For the locusts to come upon the land of Mitzrayim and eat every plant of the land. And all the hail has left. And all that the hail has left. And Moshe stretched out his rod over the land of Mitzrayim, and Jehovah brought on the east wind. And on the land all that day and all that night morning came, and the east wind brought the locust. And the locusts went up over all the land of Mitzrayim and settled within all the borders of Mitzrayim, very grievous. There had never been locusts like them before, nor would there again be like them. And they covered the surface of all the land so that the land was darkened, and they ate every plant of the land and all the fruit of the trees which the hail had left. And no greenness was left on the trees or on the plants of the field in all the land of Mitzrayim. Pharaoh then called for Moshe and Aaron in haste, and he said, I have sinned against Jehovah your Elohim and against you. 
And now please bear my sin only this once and pray to Jehovah your Elohim that he would only turn away this death from me. And he went out from Pharaoh and he prayed to Jehovah and Jehovah turned a very strong west wind which took the locusts away and blew them into the sea of reeds. Not one locust was left within all the border of Mizraim. However, Jehovah hardened the heart of Pharaoh and he did not let the children of Yisrael go. And Jehovah said to Moshe, Stretch out your hand toward the Shemayim, that is to say, heavens. And let there be a darkness over the land of Mizraim, even a darkness which is felt. And Moshe stretched out his hand toward the Shemayim, and it was a thick darkness all over the land of Mizraim for three days. They did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days, while all the children of Yisrael had light in their dwellings. So please know we can do all kinds of speculating about this, and here's what we know from what the scripture tells us right here is that this darkness was so bad, so thick, that you could feel it. You couldn't see one another. So you just stayed in your house and didn't move for three days. That's a darkness that we can't even comprehend. However, in the dwelling places of the Hebrews, there was light. God is making a distinction between his people and the wicked. And the Egyptians are starting to understand that. Verse 24, And Pharaoh called to Moshe and said, Go serve Jehovah, only leave your flocks and your herds behind. Let your little ones go with you too. But Moshe said, You yourself are to provide us with slaughters and burnt offerings to prepare for Jehovah our Elohim. So please note what's going on here. Pharaoh now says, Okay, you can take all your people, but you can't take your, your herds. And Moses is saying, Not only are we going to take our herds, but you're going to provide us with the sacrifices. Like, you're going to give us livestock to sacrifice. That's what he says. But Moshe said, You yourself are to provide us with slaughterings. Verse 26, And our livestock are to go with us too. Not a hoof is to be left behind. We have to take some of them to serve Jehovah our Elohim, and we ourselves do not know with what we are going, what we are to serve Jehovah until we come there. However, Jehovah hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and he would not let them go. And Pharaoh said to him, Get away from me, watch yourself, and see my face no more, for in the day that you see my face you die. And Moshe said, You have spoken rightly. Never again do I see your face. And Jehovah said to Moshe, I am bringing yet one more plague on Pharaoh and on Mitzrayim. After that he is going to let you go from here. When he lets you go, he shall drive you out from here altogether. Speak now in the hearing of the people, and let every man ask from his neighbor and every woman from their neighbor objects of silver and objects of gold. And Jehovah gave the people favor in the eyes of the Mistrites. And the man Moshe was very great in the land of Mitzrayim, and in the eyes of Pharaoh's servants, and in the eyes of the people. And Moshe said, Thus said Jehovah, about midnight I am going out into the midst of Mitzrayim. 
And all the firstborn in the land of Mitzram shall die. From the firstborn of Pharaoh who sits on his throne, even to the firstborn of the female servant who is behind the handmill. And all the firstborn of cattle. And it should be a great cry throughout all the land of Mitzram, such as never been or even be again. But against any of the children of Israel, no dog shall move its tongue against man or against beast. So did you know that Jehovah makes distinction between Mitzrayim and Yisrael? So please note, he's saying this is going to be, I'm making such a distinction when I do this last play. Even the dogs won't dare to bark at a Hebrew. Verse 8. And all these servants of yours shall come down to me and bow down to me, saying, Get out, you and all the people at your feet. And after that I shall go out. And he went out from Pharaoh in great displeasure. But Jehovah said to Moshe, Pharaoh is not going to listen to you. In order to multiply my wonders in the land of Mitzrayim. And Moshe and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh. However, Jehovah hardened the heart of Pharaoh. And he not let the people of Yisrael go out of his land. And Jehovah spoke to Moshe and to Aaron in the land of Mitzrayim, saying, This month is the beginning of months for you. It is the first month of the year for you. Please note, I know this is going to ruffle some feathers, but this is just what the word just told us. When is the first of the when is the new year according to the Torah here? What are they getting ready to celebrate? They're getting ready to do the Feast of Passover. And Jehovah spoke to Moshe and Aaron in the land of Mitzrayim, saying, This month is the beginning of months for you. It is the first month of the year for you. Therefore, an argument could be made that just maybe the head of the year is actually in the spring. Right now in Israel, it's they, they feast of trumpets. It's in the fall, and of course the Algorian calendar, the one that the majority of us follow for life, is January, the winter. But it obviously has. It doesn't matter because it's not God's calendar, but just something to think about. Obviously, I'm not going to get into debates about calendars right now. I've got to get through this study. Verse 3. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth day of this month, each one of them is to take for himself a lamb according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the beings, according to each man's need. You make your count for the lamb. Let the lamb be a perfect one, a year old male. Take it from the sheep and from the goats. And you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month, and then all the assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it between the evenings. And they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where they eat. And they shall eat the flesh on that night roasted with fire with unleavened bread and with bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Do not eat it raw, nor boiled at all with water, but roasted in fire. 
its head with its legs and its inward parts, and do not leave of it until morning. And what remains until morning you are to burn with fire. And this is how you are to eat it with your loins girded, and your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Pesach of Jehovah. Now please note, I'm not going to go into a whole Passover teaching because we don't have time for that. Something that just always jumps out to me though. Um, obviously you have the symbolism of the blood, right? Which represents the Lamb of God that would come and did come so that we might be covered with the blood, so that we might be passed over for judgment. But something that I also always find interesting about this story is how they're told to, you need to be fully dressed, right? Like you need every, you need to be ready to go because at any moment it could be time. And so it's, it, there's also that picture of readiness. And some think this could be the day. It could, Passover might actually be the day of the resurrection of that time. But just something interesting to, to consider. And again, we've done long in-depth studies on this, and you can find them on the channel. Let's continue on. Starting back with verse 11, and this is how you shall eat it with your loins girded and your sandals on your feet and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. In other words, eat it quickly. Make sure you're dressed because it's, you're going to have to be ready to go. It is the Pasach, that is to say Passover of Jehovah. And I shall pass through the land of Mitzrayim on the night, and it shall smite the firstborn in the land of Mitzrayim. Both man and beast and on all the mighty ones of Mitzrayim, I shall execute judgment. I am Jehovah. And the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I shall pass over you and let the plague not come on you to destroy you. When I smite the land of Mitzrayim, please note, you serve a God who knows how to distinguish between the wicked and his own children. He can bring judgment upon an entire nation and kill every firstborn child while sparing his own. He can bring a thick darkness upon an entire land to where people can't see and it's so thick that they can feel it. And yet, and in the, in the person of God, the child of God, his house will have light. He can destroy livestock and bring plagues of hail and yet it not touch his own. Verse 14. And this day shall become to you a remembrance. And you shall observe it as a festival to Jehovah throughout your generations. Observe it as a festival and everlasting law. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. Indeed, on the first day you cause the leaven to cease from your house. For whosoever eats leavened bread from the first day until the seventh day, that being shall be cut off from Yisrael. And on the first day it is a Kodesh gathering, that is to say a holy gathering. And on the seventh day you have a Kadosh gathering. No work at all is to be done on them. Only that which is eaten by every being, that alone is prepared by you. And you shall guard the Matzoth. For on this same day I brought your divisions out of the land of midstream. And you shall guard this day throughout your generations in everlasting law. In the first and on the fourteenth day of the month, in the evening, you shall eat unleavened bread. Until the twenty-first day of that month of the evening. 
seven days no leaven is to be found in your house. For if anyone eats what is leavened, that same being shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether sojourner or native of the land. Do not eat that which is leavened in all your dwellings. You are to eat unleavened bread. And Moshe called for all the elders of Israel, and he said to them, Go out and take lambs for yourself according to the clans, and slaughter the Pasach. And you shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in blood that is on the basin, and strike the lintel on the two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin, and you... None of you shall go out of the door of his house until morning. And Jehovah shall pass on to smite the mistrites. And shall see the blood of the lintel on the door, two doorposts. And Jehovah shall pass over the door and not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to smite you. And you shall guard this word as the law for you and your sons forever. And it shall be when you come into the land which Jehovah gives you, as he promised, that you shall guard this service. And it shall be when your children say to you, What does this service mean to you? Then you shall say, It is the Pasach slaughtering of Jehovah, who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Mitzrayim, when he smote the Mitzrites and delivered the households. And the people bowed their heads and did obstinance. And the children of Israel went away and did so, as Jehovah had commanded Moshe and Aaron, so they did. And it came to be at midnight. The Jehovah smote all the firstborn of the land of Mitzrayim, from the firstborn of Pharaoh, who sat on his throne, to the firstborn of the captive, who was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of the livestock. And Pharaoh rose up in the night, and he and all of his servants and all the Mitzrites... And there was a great cry in Mitzrayim, for there was not one house, there was not a house where there was not a dead one. Then he called for Moshe and Aaron by night, and said, Arise, go out from the midst of my people, both you and the children of Israel, and go, serve Jehovah as you have said. Take your flocks and your herds as you have said, and go. And you shall barak me too, that is to say, bless me too. The Mistrites urged the people to hasten to send them away out of the land, for they said, We are all dying. The people took their dough before it was leavened, having their kneading bowls bound up in their garments on their shoulders, and the children of Israel had done according to the word of Moshe, and they had asked from the Mistrites objects of silver and gold and garments. And Jehovah gave the people favor in the eyes of the Mistrites, so that they gave them what they asked, and they plundered the Mistrites. And the children of Israel departed from Ramses to Sukkot, about 600,000 men on foot besides the little ones. And a mixed multitude went up from them, also the flocks and herds, and a very much livestock. And they baked unleavened cakes of the dough which they had brought out of Mitzrayim, for it was not leavened, since they were driven out of Mitzrayim and had not been able to delay, nor had they prepared food for themselves. And the sojourn of the children of Israel, who lived in Mizraim, was four hundred and thirty years. And it came to be at the end of four hundred and thirty years, on that same day, it came to be that all the divisions of Jehovah went out from the land of Mizraim. It is a night to be observed unto Jehovah for bringing them out of the land of Mizraim. This night is unto Jehovah to observe by all the children of Israel throughout their generations. And Jehovah said to Moshe and Aaron, This is the law of the Pasach. No son of a stranger shall eat it. 
but any servant, a man who has brought silver, when you have circumcised him, then let him eat of it. A sojourner and a hard servant does not eat of it. It isn't eaten in one house. You are not to take any of the flesh outside of the house, nor are you to break any bone of it. All of the congregation of Israel are to perform it. And when a stranger sojourns with you, and shall perform the Pasach to Jehovah, let all his males be circumcised, and then let him come near and perform it. And he shall be as the native of the land, but let no uncircumcised eat of it. There is one Torah for the native born and for the stranger who sojourns among you. And all the children of Israel did as Jehovah commanded Moshe and Aaron, so they did. And it came to be on that day that Jehovah brought the children of Israel out of the land of Mitzrayim according to their divisions. And Jehovah spoke to Moshe, saying, Kodesh to me, that is to say, hallowed to me, all the firstborn, the one opening the womb among the children of Israel, among man and among beast, it is mine. Moshe said to the people, Remember this day in which you have went out of Mitzrayim, out of the house of slavery, for by strength of hand Jehovah brought you out of this place. Whatever is leavened shall not be eaten. Today you are going out, and in the month of Abib. And it shall be, when Jehovah brings you into the land of the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Hivites and the Jebusites, which he swore to your fathers to give you, a land flowing with milk and honey, that you shall keep this service in this month. Seven days you eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day is the festival to Jehovah. Unleavened bread is to be eaten the seven days, and whatever is leavened is not to be seen with you, and leaven is to not be seen with you within all your border. And you shall inform your sons in the day, saying, It is because of what Jehovah did for me when I came up from midstream. And it shall be as a sign to you on your hand, and as your reminder between your eyes, that the Torah of Jehovah is to be in your mouth. For with a strong hand Jehovah has brought you out of midstream. And you shall guard this law as it is appointed time from year to year. And it shall be, when Jehovah brings you into the land of the Canaanites, and that he, he swore to you and your fathers, and gives it to you, that you shall pass over to Jehovah every one opening the womb, and every firstborn that comes from your livestock, and the males belong to Jehovah. But every firstborn of the donkey, you are to ransom with a lamb. If you do not ransom it, then you shall break its neck. And every firstborn of a man among your sons you are to ransom. And it shall be, when your sons ask, you in time to come, saying, What is this? Then you shall say to him, By strength of hand, Jehovah brought us out of Mitzrayim and out of the house of bondage. And it came to be, when Pharaoh was too hardened to let us go, that Jehovah killed every firstborn. In the land of Mitzrayim, both the firstborn of man and the firstborn of beast, therefore I am slaughtering to Jehovah every male that opens the womb. But every firstborn of my sons I ransom. And it shall be as a sign on your hand and as a frontless between your eyes. For by strength of hand, Jehovah brought us out of midst I am. And that, my friends, is our study for this morning. 
I pray that you've been strengthened and blessed and that you've enjoyed hearing the word of God. And I pray that it has spoken to you. Again, if you want more information about the Passover and the teachings, you can go find those in the archives or on the YouTube channel. And uh, when Passover rolls around, I'll either do the study again or rebroadcast one that we've already done. Uh, so that should be that'll be coming up here in the future. That's all I have time for this morning. Thank you for listening. Thank you to those of you who support this mission of truth. Couldn't do it without you. It's 100% listener supported. And to those of you who pray, peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.